Welcome to Perimenopology, where we explore and converse about what it means to transition out of the young, hot, fertile, and fuckable box that our society labels as most worthy when you were socialized as a woman. Around here, we're all about body literacy and talking about the topics that society tells us are unimportant or inappropriate. I'm Michelle Kapler, reproductive acupuncturist, Chinese medicine practitioner, and master feminist life coach, and you've got episode number 29. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Perimenopology. Before I get into today's episode, I want to make a quick announcement. This episode is brought to you by my upcoming free online class called How to Have Amazing Sex in Perimenopause and Beyond. And it's happening June 7th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Zoom. The reason why I am offering this class is because although most of my clinical patients and coaching clients come to see me for other concerns, sex almost always comes up and it is an area that they would like to improve in their lives. People tell me things like, I'm not enjoying it anymore, or I can't have sex in the ways that I used to because it's uncomfortable, or my body has changed and so has my sex life. So I'm going to talk about it because I think that we should. And I would love for you to join me. During this class, I'll be answering the following questions. What are the physical and hormonal changes in perimenopause that might affect your sex life? What are some of our socialized beliefs as people socialized as women that might get in the way of us enjoying our sex during this time? What are some options for treatment when it comes to perimenopausal symptoms that are impacting sex? How can we think about sex differently so we can fully enjoy ourselves? And of course, there will be lots of time for questions and coaching. And of course, you can attend anonymously and also ask questions because I know that this can be a sensitive topic for some people. If this sounds like a class for you and you want to attend, you can head to michellecapula.com forward slash sex to save your spot. That's michellecapula.com forward slash S-E-X. Again, the date is Wednesday, June 7th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We're meeting on Zoom and there's no cost to attend. And just a brief note that this class is only open to women and folks who cycle and menstruate. Again, the link to sign up is michellecapler.com forward slash sex, and I'll put it in the link and in the show notes so you can find it and click it easily. So to continue our conversation about sex, I want to give you a little preview of what's to come in the upcoming class that I just talked about. Today, I want to talk about the five physical reasons, or rather five of the physical reasons, because there's lots of them, that your sex might change in perimenopause. Of course, I want to acknowledge that how our sex lives play out depends on many things that are beyond our physical bodies, mental health and the state of our nervous system, the current state of our relationship with our partner and our relationship with ourselves, how we're thinking and feeling about the idea of sex, body image and body image stuff that can happen during this transition. And of course, as I always mention, our socialization and conditioning. And if you want an in-depth view on these things, then you can sign up for the class. But today I want to talk about some of the basic body literacy and physiology 101 stuff. This is the stuff that you'll want and need to know if you decide that you want to advocate for care from your doctor or primary healthcare provider. And of course, knowledge is power. The more we know about how our bodies work and conversely their dysfunction, the less likely we are to feel shame if something is up the less likely we are to take something that's part of a normal process of aging and make it mean that we're doing something wrong or that there's something wrong with us. So the first one that I want to talk about today is hormones. 
This may be an obvious one to most people, but I think it's absolutely worth mentioning. The hormones that are primarily responsible for sex drive and sexual response in women and people that are born with female hormones are testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. The delicate interplay between these hormones changes over a person's menstrual cycle and also over a lifetime. So for example, you might have noticed that your desire for sex is higher at some parts of your menstrual cycle and lower at others. This is mostly down to hormones. And as we move through the perimenopausal transition, all three of these hormones decline, the three hormones being estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. That is, there's less of them in the body and in the brain, which can mean that a lot of people can experience a lower sex drive due to lower levels of these hormones. These hormones also influence the physical sexual response, as well as the anatomy and the state of the sex organs. So it's not only your desire for sex that's influenced, it's also the physical response. So getting physically aroused and also the state of the tissues that are directly in the area. So for example, estrogen plays a role in vaginal lubrication and the flexibility of the vaginal tissues, which will obviously impact sex if you're a person with a vagina. This brings me to my next reason why your sex life might change, which is changes in skin texture, elasticity, and moisture. When we enter perimenopause and then go beyond that, the skin of our entire body can and likely will lose elasticity and moisture over time. And the vulva and vagina are not exempt from this because they are in fact covered in skin, just like a lot of other areas of our body. When moisture and elasticity declines, this can mean that the tissues become more delicate and more susceptible to tearing or injury. And this might mean that having sex that involves penetration or direct contact with the vulva or vagina might be uncomfortable or even painful. It might mean that you need to use a sexual lubricant when perhaps you didn't previously. It also means that you might be more susceptible to vaginal and urinary infections because moisture and fluid release is part of the immune response of the body to prevent infection in these areas. And of course, if you've ever had a UTI or vaginal infection, you'll know that most likely sex isn't likely to be on your mind and something that you're wanting at that time. The idea is probably not appealing if you're having a lot of pain or discomfort or sensation in the area. The next reason why your sex life might change in perimenopause is that our muscles change. As part of a normal process of aging, most humans will lose a small percentage of muscle mass year over year as you get older. And of course, there are many muscles that are directly involved in the sexual response, arousal, and orgasm. The entire vaginal canal is made up of muscle, and there are also many muscles that contribute to the response and function of the clitoris. If your muscles aren't as strong or available or quick to turn on as they were in your younger years, arousal might take longer or feel different, and orgasms might change or be less accessible or take longer than they used to. And speaking of muscles, it's also important to talk about pelvic floor function if we're going to talk about muscles, which is the next reason that I want to talk about. The pelvic floor is essentially a bowl of muscle that holds up the pelvic organs, that being your bladder, your vagina, and your rectum. And a change in pelvic floor function is something that commonly happens during perimenopause. And there are lots of different directions that this change can go in. As I've already mentioned, there are direct effects on the local muscles for sex and arousal, but there are also secondary things that might happen which can influence sex and intimacy. So a few examples of pelvic floor dysfunction that can involve or impact sex are urinary urgency or incontinence, so leaking pee. 
pelvic pain, constipation or stool incontinence, so leaking stool, and also bladder, rectum, or vaginal prolapse, which is basically when one of these structures begins to fall out of your body. And as you can imagine, if you're leaking urine or dealing with a prolapse, sex involving your genitals and your sex organs might not be especially appealing to you at the time. So the last reason that I want to talk about is a bigger group of things kind of under the same heading, which I'm going to call secondary factors. These are issues that don't directly affect the area, but can certainly affect how we feel about having sex. These things are like sleep difficulties, mood swings, or body image issues. So for example, if you're tired because you're not sleeping properly, it isn't a direct sexual issue, but it can certainly impact sex because if you're tired, you probably don't feel like having sex. For body image stuff, it can feel really tough to get into the mood to be intimate with a partner if you're adapting to body changes such as weight gain or body fat redistribution. A lot of folks that I meet in clinic tell me that they don't feel sexy anymore because the shape of their belly has changed, for example. And this is an understandable concern because if you're socialized as a woman in Western culture, you're taught from many angles for your whole life. There is one type of body that's attractive and most worthy. So if this is coming up for you, it totally makes sense. So don't make yourself wrong for it. Of course, there are lots of ways that we can address these reasons that I just talked about, why your sex life might change during perimenopause, and the approach that you choose to use, or the approaches, because there are lots of different ways and you can do all of them at the same time. And what you choose will be highly individual and based on your own values and preferences. There is no right way to do this. But some examples are things like seeking care from a doctor or healthcare provider, working on acceptance and making a plan for moving forward along the lines of this acceptance. And then there's also the option of just managing your mind or changing your mind around what sex means to you. And big spoiler here, the idea that true or full or worthy or intimate sex has to include vaginal penetration. That is patriarchal bullshit. And we want to just question if we really believe it. During my upcoming class on how to have amazing sex in perimenopause and beyond, I'm going to review some options for addressing these physical things that can get in the way of having mind-blowing sex in your 40s and beyond. And I'm also going to take a deep dive into our socialized beliefs around sex and how that can impact our experience. And of course, I'm going to give you a tool to help you feel better about sex, even if nothing else changes. So you're going to sign up for the class at michellecapler.com forward slash sex to save your spot. Again, it's on Wednesday, June 7th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. It's free, but you must be signed up to attend. And yes, there will be a replay, but I want to encourage you to attend live because I'll be answering all of your questions and offering free coaching on the live stream. And you have to be there if you want to get in on that. Yes, it's 100% okay if you want to attend and participate anonymously. I'll be taking anonymous questions because I understand that this is a sensitive topic for some folks. And a final reminder that this class is only open to women and folks who cycle and menstruate. So you can head over to michellecapital.com forward slash sex to sign up today. And I will also put the link in the show notes. That's going to be it for me today. Until next time, thank you for listening. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take this work to a deeper level, let's work together. If you are a resident of Ontario, Canada, we can work together in a clinical setting, both virtually or in person, to help you find a unique and customized treatment plan to alleviate your perimenopausal symptoms and get you the relief you deserve using Chinese medicine. 
Or if you're looking for support with body image, confidence, advocating for yourself and seeking treatment, or just generally making your life as awesome as possible through this transition and beyond, I can help you anywhere in the world through coaching. To learn more about your options for working with me, head to michellekapler.com and click on work with me on the overhead menu. I can't wait to talk with you.